Alright, episode 6. Um, today I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, now actually I'm going to do the exact same thing I always do. I'm going to talk about uh, something I know very little about. <laughs> so, something that I'm not qualified to talk about and I definitely have no schooling in the subject and that is uh, business. <laughs> so... Um, specifically uh, forming your business around hunting because I get a ton of questions about how I get to hunt so much how I started a business you know how I do things so I just kind of want to go over kind of my philosophy behind it like I said this is not a it's not gonna be super educational it's just gonna be my my theory and and honestly just kind of what has worked for me um, I got kind of lucky, but uh, first I want to share a story that kind of uh, pertains to the subject. Um, about, oh, I don't know, two or three years ago, I drew an Ibex tag in New Mexico. Um, went, uh, well, I don't know how long ago. It was probably, yeah, it was probably two, three, four years ago. I can't remember, but uh, so I drew my tag, um, went down there. And when I left, I had, we were in the middle of a pretty good sized project. Actually, it was at the time, it was the biggest project we had done, or one of them anyway, big fire hall. And uh, we were working with a, car, a contractor that we hadn't worked with a ton. And uh, I left my brother kind of in charge. We were, we were okay. We were in a, a decent enough spot that we were going to be all right, leaving him in charge, you know, to, as long as we were moving forward, we weren't going to put the project behind. But I, being a dumbass, did not communicate real well with the uh, um, foreman, uh, which in my defense, he was kind of a dick. <laughs> Uh, we're actually uh, better friends now, but uh, I didn't really tell him. I just kind of did what I wanted to do because I knew what was going on. Uh, and then, lo and balance to me, my brother did the same thing and uh, took a couple days off. <laughs> well, he said he was sick, um, but so I'm sitting on the mountain after I, th I think it was about one and a half days in it was like that afternoon of the second day I had missed a Ibex that morning I think and I'm getting emails and phone calls saying that uh, he's disappointed with where that with the fact that nobody's there um, I thought my hunt was over I'll be honest with you I I the the pit in my stomach was killing me I thought I, I'm gonna have to go home and uh luckily I decided you know I, I I can remember it like it was yesterday I was sitting on this big basically cliff uh, up on top <laughs> I, I don't worry I wasn't contemplating throwing myself off uh, probably would have thrown the foreman uh, off, maybe even my brother at the time, if they'd have been there. But uh, 
yeah, I'm sitting up there reading emails and and I didn't respond well. I sent him a pretty nasty email. I believe at some point I told him that I don't I don't let people that sit in their fucking truck all day tell me how hard I work or something to that tune. <laughs> like I said, not super professional. Um, but it really put me in a bad mindset. I, uh, luckily I was able to get my goat killed a couple days later on like the fourth day. But honestly, I have no idea what would have happened if I wouldn't have shot that sheep or that goat. I don't, I don't know if, you know, I mean the, the season's 14 days long. It's kind of a once in a lifetime deal. And, uh, I had planned on being there at least 10 days, if not extending to the full 14. And yeah, that, that, I don't know what would have happened if I would have let it get to me long enough that after five or six days I would have left or not. I, I, the outcome could have been a lot different. And that is what this whole podcast is about. You know, the whole earn your hunt. Like I'm not. I'm not telling you that you need to earn, uh, you know, get into shape and, and earn that animal. That's not, that's fucking not what this is about. This is about doing what you need to do before you leave so that when you are gone, you don't have to worry about it because you earned it. That's, the, <laughs> that's my point. I've, I've said it before, but anyway, that hunt was amazing. I had a, a great time, but it damn near got derailed by my, uh, you know, not my unpreparedness before I left. So lesson learned the hard way. So I'm just going to kind of go over, you know, I'm just going to start in the beginning. Um, I've always had a business as long as I can remember. Um, I remember my my mom dropping me off. My dad had this little uh, storefront that he rented out that was vacant at the time. And I started a little um, card shop, like a little baseball and football card type store. And uh, really what it pertained, what, what it really was is me sitting in there after school or in the summer for the majority of the day and opening packs of cards <laughs> that uh, I was supposed to be selling and uh, keeping the ones that I wanted. <laughs> but but it was a good learning experience. I mean, I did have customers that came in, and at the time it was kind of a thing. You know, baseball cards were pretty popular, and I don't know, Pokemon and some of that crap was popular. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and I've been mowing lawns since as long as I can remember. I mean, I was probably doing it, you know, before I could almost, before I could really even see over the, the mower. I mean, my grandma was probably watching me knuckles above my head type of thing. And that's what really, that's really what started me. I mean, my parents were both hard workers. My dad um, was a flooring guy and he always took us kids with him to work. Um, that was our job, pick up scraps, you know, clean up, sweep, put tools away, just whatever we could do. I'm sure we made the job slower rather than faster, but, 
You know, he he taught us no matter what, look busy, you know. I got my work ethic from my from my dad and my mom and uh you know, that's kind of where it started. And I learned at an early age if you want something, you got to work at, you know, you got to work for it. If I wanted device, if I wanted a toy or something, I had to pay for it myself, basically. I mean, my parents would pay us to do things, and that was what we used to, to get what we wanted. So, you know, fast forward a little bit. Um, high school, I was, uh, I, at the, I mean, I'd get, off, I'd get off school at like 3, go work for my dad for a couple hours his you know the end of the day till 5 5 30 uh, help him finish up whatever he was doing and then after that I would head to uh, our local Safeway and bag groceries and face <laughs> if anybody knows what that means then I feel for you um, I'd do that till 10 o'clock that night and then I'd get up go to school the next morning uh, then on the weekends I would do one of those you know two jobs on Saturday and sometimes Sunday it just depends on what my schedule was and yeah me and my buddy Todd we have a we'd have competitions to see who who could who got the most hours that week because he was doing the similar schedule and we do uh, you know who, whoever got over 40 hours or, or even beyond that that was kind of our competition <laughs> grades may have suffered a bit but uh you know that that was what we did and in the summer same thing you know work for my dad all day seven to five or whatever it was whatever we needed to do and then uh, head over to Safeway and do that you know it wasn't every single night but you know we I'd probably work four or five days at least um, some evenings and some full days on the weekends so you know, I've, I've always kind of done, and, and this is, and all that while I kept my mowing business going. Um, it, it started when I was young with a couple lawns, which were basically my parents had a few rentals and my grandma, maybe a one or two old ladies that liked me. And then it kind of grew and grew. And I, uh, I learned that if I could have my brother help me, uh, it would go faster, so we'd mow a lawn in half the time, so we could go do that after work or whatever. And then, uh, and then it grew a little bit more. Got a few more lawns, and uh, you know, I'm in high school working for my dad and and working at night. So I, I figure out, okay, well, I want to. I still got to mow these lawns. I'm gonna. My brother's good enough to just do it. Here's my pickup go you know mow these lawns today so I basically had an employee when I was I don't even know I don't 15 ish 16 um, and uh, that's kind of how I ran it I that's how I learned how to deal with employees and and giving people bills and and I still kind of do that to this day I'm pretty old school you know I'm not pen and paper still but uh, basically uh, that's kind of how I operate. So, you know, you fast forward a little bit, and I'm still, you know, I'm out of uh, of high school, 
and getting into college, which I only went to college for a year, uh, partied like I was in college for another couple years, but uh, I ended up getting a job pretty much right out of high school with a, uh, he was electrical contractor slash mostly heating and air, and then moved from that to uh, the electrician that I worked for to uh, actually get my license and at that time I was still doing what I you know I would work for them 40 50 hours and then I would I still had my lawn care business um, at the time we were still we started putting in sprinkler systems because that's uh, another thing my other brother had kind of some knowledge in so we kind of you know did some of that stuff for people on the side you know weekends evenings whatever and then uh, uh, doing tile work, you know, I had that uh, knowledge base to do some of that. So friends would call me. I was still doing a bunch of that kind of stuff, flooring on the side, weekends. Um, had my brother working for me, so same thing. I could get him doing whatever I thought he could handle. And uh, so I've always had a side business since I was old enough to do it, make money off of it. Um, I've always had kind of a side hustle and that's really what turned into what I am today. Downs Electric started with me in a card shop and mowing lawns <laughs> and uh, now we're doing, you know, big, not huge projects, but pretty good sized electrical projects for, for the size of crew we are, which is two. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, that was, that was kind of my start. And uh, I got my license, eventually went out on my own. And when I went out on my own, I still had a, a side, you know, the, the landscaping and stuff. So I actually hired my brother that was kind of helping me with that. And we did landscaping. In a small town, you kind of got to be versatile, especially when you start out because you're just hungry for work and you're taking what you can get. And, uh, so we were doing landscaping, uh, small construction, flooring, that kind of stuff. And then I was running the electrical crew. So I basically had three crews, one crew running, uh, lawn mowers, one crew, you know, putting in sprinklers and, and tile work, small construction that my brother ran. And then my crew, which was the electrical crew and my brother, Justin, who still works for me it was my right hand man and I got him all trained up um, as an electrician so that went on for six seven eight years I can't really remember but eventually you know having that many guys which we never had a huge crew I think the biggest we probably were were maybe eight to ten guys and eventually it got to to be too much I mean at one point we built a fucking house <laughs> we, we were the we were the general contractors on it and uh, did most of the framing and stuff and I was still you know wiring buildings and, and it, it just got to be too much uh, paperwork and I never ever had a secretary I you know I've, I've had my mom or my wife do a little bit here and there to help me out when I'm too busy but I always just, I'm kind of a micromanager, so I, I like to know what's going on, and the way I do shit is so, 
like I can't really it's not a, a an easy form it is for me because I've done it for so long but not really something somebody can just jump into uh, I don't have any programs that just do shit for me <laughs> so um, yeah uh, I decided to get rid of that portion of my business asked my brother if he wanted to take it over he was already kind of running it anyway so he bought me out on that and now we're just uh, doing the electrical thing so now that I've bored you to death with my business history I just kind of wanted you to see the progression of what it what it is and also know that I am not a wealthy man like I think people think I've been handed some multi-million dollar business um, or that I've built a huge business that makes a ton of money I that is not the case anybody that knows anything you know even a 10-man shop doing landscaping and flooring is not making a ton of money like a crazy amount of money um, so I'm just a blue collar guy, especially, you know, now we're a two man crew, me and my brother, uh, every now and then we hire some extra help if we need it, but it's just one, you know, one apprentice or whatever. So here's how I got things to where they are today. And that is by paying shit off. <laughs> like... I, I think, uh, and I've had arguments with people, you know, saying that loans are good for you, they're good for your credit, and all that might be true. Um, I've had way smarter guys than me tell me that, you know, you just, you got to invest, have the, the bank pay for your investments, uh, pay for the interest, and then, uh, you know, your clients pay for it or whatever, and then, it, and then it's free money, basically, and, and I get it, but that's not me. Like, I can't fucking fathom giving a bank any more interest than I have to. So, when I started my business, anybody that has started a business or runs a business knows what I'm talking about. Like, you feel like when you go into that world, you feel like all you're doing is pushing money around. And... Uh, you know, you're used to a paycheck, a certain amount of money, and all of a sudden you're seeing a ton of money coming in, or what seems like a ton of money, and then at the end of the month, it's all gone, and if you're doing it right, you're not spending that on anything but bills and operating costs and, you know, keeping the lights on at the house, feeding your family. You're not using that money to, to buy extra shit, because if you do that you're gonna be done in a couple like I don't even know if you'll last a couple years like you're so I'm not I'm not spending money if I had extra money if I made extra money on a job uh, and at that time my percentage is low because I'm wanting jobs I'm hungry you know so if I had extra money it went to paying paying loans off paying down loans paying extra principal and uh, that's what I did for quite a few years and I'm telling you right now, I mean, I owe nobody, I owe no bank, I have, I, I serve no master, as Aaron says, I have, I, I own everything that I have, and I'm lucky to live in a place where, you know, living cost isn't crazy, um, you know, housing isn't outrageous, I mean, if, if I bought my house in Denver, it would, uh, 
it would be an insane amount of money. Like, I would be in debt past my eyeballs. Like, it's... We live in a good spot, and I've been doing this my whole life. Like, literally doing it my whole life. I have been paying loans off. Um, I've never, ever had... I know this is something I'm super proud of. I've never had a loan that actually matured. I'm not even sure I've ever, ever had a loan that went halfway. Um, for cars, you know, when I was younger, anything that I bought, I had a loan and I paid it off to a bank, not to my folks. That was the rule. You know, we had to learn to, to be responsible for ourselves. And so I've been doing this for forever. And you, I mean, you, if you do that for a long period of time, since you're, you know, at least 15, 16, trying to buy a truck, if you pay that shit off and then it just... Uh, you keep occurring um, basically equity. You know, when you sell that item or whatever or trade it off, you have equity in the next thing and then you pay that down. I mean, I'm, I'm, if there's any financial people out there like, you are butchering this. But in my simple brain, that is how it works. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to beat that dead horse, but uh, my suggestion is pay everything off because once you've done that, it's it's you don't need it. You don't need and you don't need a uh, a lot of money to operate. So um, you can live very well on pretty meager means. You know when things are tight, you can still hunt. You can still have fun. You know you got your savings there, and you're not paying a bunch of of loans and. And, uh, that's really was my goal. And I finally got to that point. Um, it took a lot of time. You know, there was a couple jobs where we made some really, you know, a couple years there where we made some really good money, went after some big projects. Um, it was stressful. It was hard. It was brutal. But at the end I had a pretty good nest egg and I did not take it and go buy a new truck or anything like that I paid loans off paid my business loan off paid my house off paid you know this and that off uh, not all at once obviously but anytime I had extra money that's what I was doing so now when I have extra money like that I'm I'm putting it in a savings account and once it hits a you know pretty comfortable level everything above that is uh, now I'm thinking about investments and I am not going to get into that. Like I haven't got to that point in my life, the mailbox money thing, but uh, that's my next, you know, goal is, is mailbox money. Something that I don't have to do much and it has some return, but I'm not going to use the bank to do it. I, I got to get, I got to do it myself. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the, uh, the financial thing and and uh like i said if you're a an accountant i'm sorry my accountant thank god is a friend because he could take advantage of me i am not i know nothing he helps me he does my you know he takes care of my stuff and uh, thank god for him because i just don't know what i'm doing (laughs) so um when you first start a business i've had a shitload of people that want to know how to start a business. How do I hunt? I've had I've had tons of people ask me. Uh, you know, I'm I have a uh, 
plumbing company or a you know whatever contracting company i'm an electrician got my own business how do you you know how do you get away how do you well i've structured my business that way and you know coming up it's not easy when you when you first start out um sometimes i've had i had a buddy um that does the earn your hunt thing great guy hard worker family man asked me you know when he just got he just started started his business uh, up in Canada and I didn't know this guy before the earn your hunt that's a cool thing he just started doing it and he's a crush I mean he's crushing it hard days uh, long days he's a mechanic and he asked a question one time what uh, how do you do it when it becomes more earning your hunt and less hunting <laughs> And it's it, that's true. That can happen, especially when you start your business. Uh, but you have to learn to say no. You have to learn. And when you're first starting out, it's really hard because you're trying to build that client base. And uh, but you know when the juice is worth the squeeze. Uh, not to be corny, but is that customer going to be a lifelong customer, or are they coming to you because they think you're cheaper? Are they coming to you because? Uh, that your competitors are too busy you know you I've had tons of people tell me that shit oh I called everyone else they're busy and they call me well <clears throat> I used to be like oh yeah yeah I'm coming now I'm like well if you called all them I'm better than they are and I'm fucking busier than they are <laughs> sounds arrogant but uh yeah I don't even know why I added that in there but I guess just to be arrogant. I'm sorry. So, uh, anywho, um, but yeah, I mean, you you know whether the juice is worth the squeeze. You know if you are going to build that client. And sometimes you just got to say no. And it's pretty hard to do when when you're hungry and and it's money. You're saying no to money, and that's that's pretty hard to do. But all you can do is what you can do. And overwhelming yourself. It does nobody any good. It makes you and your family stressed. Uh, just remember, if you're doing things correctly, you should be making more money than you did working for someone. If you're not, and I'm not talking about hourly, because sometimes anybody's, you know, owns their own business knows that sometimes hourly you put in a lot more hours, and and uh, you're you're not always making money when you're working. That's the that's the whole point of when you own your own business, not every hour is a paid hour. So but the only reason to own your own business, I mean, it, it should be making you more money. That 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 and and so at certain times you can say no to that job because you are going hunting or you are going to spend some time with the family or both. And uh yeah, you may not be making money, but you should have made up for that before that. That's the whole point. Earn your hunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, that's pretty much all I, I need to say about uh, that. You know, time management is huge. That's the whole point of, of my podcast and, and really me showing what I do. That's what I do is I earn my hunt I earn my fall when I'm you know spring and summer I'm going like a rape date this year obviously it hasn't been as good because of 
COVID and everything, things have slowed down a bit. But like I said, at this point in, in my life, I've built to the point where I don't have to do it quite as much all the time uh, to uh, supplement that because I don't have as many bills to pay. So, all right. I have the one question people constantly ask me, and it's, it, it I, I don't know why. I'm not, I guess I do know why, but they want to know how to start a business. I've had a ton of people ask me, how do I, how do I just jump in? Um, some guys want to do, you know, you know, they're in construction, but they want to start their own deal. Or, uh, I've had, I had one guy ask me, he wants to change, basically swap ends and open a, um, you know, an archery shop. And he, he was asking me how I, you know, how do I do it? How do I get myself to give up what I'm doing and, and just jump in? So I'm going to answer all those questions with one answer. And that is, I don't think you should just jump into anything. I, honestly, I would do it exactly like I did it. I would start out with side jobs or or if you got like if you want to start your archery shop or any kind of shop, I would start it. Uh, but I would not quit your other job. And you got to be careful doing side jobs. You know you don't want to be stepping on your boss's toes. But all of us out there have friends, family, need stuff done, and uh, you can help them out, make it a little cheaper. You're gonna make more money. And uh, yeah, I mean, and that's how you get your name out there is just by doing that stuff it's going to take a lot more work you're going to be working crazy hours because it's after work before work weekends you're giving up you're giving up stuff um it's going to make you extra money for hunting and i would just i would say and, and as far as the archery shop thing goes i would say um get it started get somebody you can trust to run it and then do every bit of what you can do um, to make it so you're you're not just relying on one person like they just they're just there to to manage things while you're not but at night you're doing all the cut you know they're taking orders and you are do filling them you know you are doing things in the evening at night you're um, there on the weekends like and then at that point, at, at a certain point in both of those situations, you are going to have no choice but to quit your job because you've built it to a successful thing. And, and it, at that point, there's no choice. You're done. You're done working. You give you two weeks, you're out the door and you have done it. You started a business. And I think that is the best way to do it. It takes hard work. It takes sacrifice. But that, that is my suggestion to anybody that wants to start their own business in anything. Um, like I said, take this with a grain of salt. I'm not a smart man. I didn't don't have any degrees. But that, that is my suggestion to uh, those people. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about how I operate now. Now that I've built my life around... Um, and, and, and this, let's just say I've always wanted it this way, but I didn't know how to, to like, I didn't, 
get out of high school and just be like, well, I'm going to start my own business now. I'm going to hunt 150 days a year. That's, that's not how this, that's not how this came to fruition or Jesus. I don't even know that's uh, how you say that word. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this is the apologetic podcast. Um, but no, I, I knew I wanted to hunt a bunch, but there was always a crossroads. I hit a crossroads and I kind of went in the direction that I've said that before. I went in the direction that led me to more hunting time. And, uh, there was a time where I was a lowly, um, as one of the journeymen I used to work for, uh, scum of the earth <laughs> apprentice. And, uh, yeah, I, I was debating on quitting. Uh, every time I went to a code class, I wanted to slit my wrists <laughs> the and I still that's still kind of how I feel sometimes and uh yeah I was gonna give it up I was gonna go be a guide or I was gonna um you know try to get in the industry somehow work for an archery shop start an archery shop um at one point I was gonna move out with my buddy and, and be a fireman uh and then get some extra time off I so it's not like I just knew what I was going to do. I mean, in my back of my mind, I always knew I wanted to own a business. I've wanted that since I was old enough to know what I wanted, which was really young. That's why I always, you know, I started young. But um, it's not like I just knew what I, that I was going to do this life. I just hit a crossroads every time and, and took, in my opinion, the right course. You know, I just turned towards hunting. And, uh, I had actually, um, Randy Ulmer said a, said something in a podcast one time. He said, you know, the, the host asked him, you know, why didn't you ever get in the industry? Why didn't you ever? And I mean, he's kind of in the industry. He's a legend, but he never like relied on the industry for his wage, for his money. And he could have, he could have been on TV, you know, he could have been a huge star. And he said, because... I didn't want it to become a... I'm going to butcher this. Sorry. Randy's not going to listen to this. I'm not worried about that. But he basically said, I didn't want it to become a job. And I had a, a career that allowed me to hunt as much as I wanted to and make, you know, and provide for my family. Why, why would I change that? And hearing that, I just knew that I was doing what I was doing at the time, which was starting my business and uh, hunting, I just knew. I was like, that's me. That's it. That's what I want to do. I want to get this thing up and running. I want to get it paid for um, and successful enough to where I don't have to be present all the time. And uh, that's basically what I've done. I've got it to where um, I can, I know how to bid jobs for timelines and uh I tell you right now school projects are fantastic because you know they start in the spring when the kids get off of school and you got to be done by August whatever 20th when they're going back to school which is basically the start of hunting season so um you know that that strict timeline a lot of folks don't like jobs like that because they want to work or or their crew you know, they know their crew is going to work, you know, four tens or whatever and go home. And, uh, I'm going to work whatever it takes, uh, you know, seven fourteens or what, you know, whatever it's going to take. 
that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to reap that, that reward of, of two journeymen basically, you know, or whatever. I mean, that's, that is going to be, uh, how I'm going to make my extra money. So basically the same theory that I've had since I was young, you know, work your normal hours and then work your overtime hours, your extra hours and make that extra money and use it to not, not all just for time or for money. It's you're building extra time and, uh, you take that time in the fall. I could have a lot more money. I could have a lot nicer things, nicer trucks. If I worked like I do in the spring and summer all year long, but I don't want that. I want to make enough money to provide for my family, have a comfortable life, and then hunt as much as possible. It's not hard. I'm not special. Anybody can do it. Um, If you're an electrician, please don't do it in my area. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't care. Come out here. Um, I'm a competitive guy. We'll uh, we'll, we'll go rounds. (laughs) So... um, no, I, I, that's, that's kind of my business in a nutshell. I hope that what I've told you helps. Um, I'm going to leave you as I, as I started. And that is with a story because it, uh, it, it just kind of shows how, uh, you can manage a business and, and do the thing. So very brief story. I was, uh, hunting in Alaska, um, I was, I don't remember. We got flown in off the hall road for caribou, me and a buddy. And we were camped out hunting, hunting caribou. I ended up killing a cow and damn near just shot right under a huge bull at like 50 yards with my, with my stick and awesome trip. But I get a, I get a message from my wife on the Delorme. And, uh, I've told this story before, so sorry if you've already heard it, but, and it says customer needs price right now. And I was like, oh shit. Um, it was, uh, a decent project up at our, um, local college and they needed a a price for a sprinkler system. And (laughs) I sat in the tent and got some ideas from my wife about, you know, and if anybody's used a Delorme, they're a pain in, like, they're awesome, but you're not getting, um, at least for me, you're not getting a crazy amount of info, so I just got basic dimensions, I kind of had her send me, uh, one job that we had done similar to that, and then I just texted her what I thought it was going to take, she threw it on a piece of paper, and gave, handed it in, we got that job, <laughs> And, uh, so yeah, I mean, I bid a job in the middle of nowhere, Alaska from a Delorme and that's, that's, I mean, you need a support system. I've got a good one. My family, my wife, my brothers, my mom, my dad, and, uh, it all, you can't do it all yourself, but it, uh, if you work at it and you earn it, then, uh, they're willing to help you and yeah it it that it it works it what i do works for me and it can work for anybody so uh that's it that's the end of the podcast and uh yeah 
I hope you guys enjoy the day. I'm going to work. We'll catch you on the next one.